to the podcast. I am your host, Janae Wildhart, and this is The Warrior. Well, before we get started, let's praise God, because if it wasn't for God, I couldn't do what I do best. Run my mouth. <laughs> Just kidding. Doing, bringing the message and bringing hope to others and kind of be a warning thing, too. But before we get started, let's praise God. Father God, I love you. I pray you, my Father in heaven. What people don't know is that they can have the same abundance as I do. Right now, rid me of Janae Wildheart. Take honor to yourself. And Holy Spirit, just show up and show out. And Father God, I praise you in advance and now. And... We cancel all that that the enemy has for us and put the life in your hands. In Jesus' name. Amen. This comes with a warning. If you are afraid of boldness and if you're squeamish about truth and you don't want to hear our truth at its best, go on. This is what this show is about. I don't want you to go words. Neither does God. The Bible is not meant for sugarcoating. So if you are afraid of boldness and all that good stuff that comes with the territory, God might need to turn me off because I'm not tickling me anymore. You might want to put the kitties in the other room always. So here we go. It says, do not be confined to this world, but the renewal of your mind. The other one is to to live is to Christ, to die is to gain, and then die to the self. It says, take up your cross daily and follow me. I think we as Christians take that out of context. Uh, maybe if I sit home, I can send the money. Or if I get the... COVID shot, I won't get what everybody has. <clears throat> Excuse me. You guys are going to have to overlook me. I am getting horsed because of the weather and because um, being spiritually grown, it comes with the territory of losing your voice. Ask Greg Locke, ask myself, ask people that really love Christ. It comes with the territory. So with that said, we tend to miss what God does in our life because we have our own agenda. Even though we, we even though we might read a patch of scripture and take it out of contents. Which we do. I'm not gonna lie, I'm not gonna sugarcoat. But we knock it out of contents. 
We, like, go ye therefore to each other nation, baptizing them in the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. But instead of going across the world or across the United States or start a podcast or something to bring the message across, we're too busy sending money. We'll just throw money at it, hopefully to go away. Even though Jesus made it perfectly clear to go. That means take up. That means get your butt out of bed, deny yourself, and take up your cross. That means reading the Word of God, spending time in prayer. Um, if you feel like it, if you don't fast, and go to church. Not just hear a message. Go there and actually apply it to your heart and life. It says a man that will take the word and practically throw it away and forget what he just heard. A real man takes the word of God and applies it to his life. And that's scripture in Janae form. But we don't want to put the forth of an effort to do that. We think, um, I'll just go to church, listen to preaching. Forget about reading the Bible. Forget about being obedient to God. I'll just go to church and grow spiritually. I heard my one of my good friends preach about that yesterday. And you know what? We can't ride coattails every day. We got to do our own thing with God. You think I ride my coattails with Greg Locke? I don't even know the guy personally, but. I love what he does for the community. I love that he <clears throat> is not afraid to be bold in Christ. But do I ride his coattail? No. I got my own way of doing ministry, too. I got a podcast. I do background. Not doing an inventory of Janae's good works. This is my day. Doing podcast. Listen to the word of God. Bathing myself, doing exercise, making sure my body is the holy temple of God. Um, doing background for scripture. The things that you see on my Instagram account is not from wallpapers that you see on the websites. Those are actually scripture that I get from Bible Gateway and I download the backdrop for it. And on top of that, I read my Bible, read my devotion. I try to grow spiritually, feed my body on the Word of God. And cleanse myself. Yes, I'm struggling with sexual sin. And I don't mean going out with a guy and being in the bedroom. I mean actually self-indulgement in sexual sin. Which I hear that everybody does. So if you think for once you are out of the midst of, well, Janae, it is not a good thing. Oh, my gosh. If I did a voting poll of how many people, single, married, goes to the bedroom. This is why I said kids get out of room. Go in the bedroom. Turn on a sexy movie or something. 
and sit there and indulge yourself with masturbation and porn, then that would have the whole room would be filled with Christians and non-Christians. So you can't sit there to rock at me. Everybody does it. You cannot tell me that you are the saint and that you're holier than thou and you sit there and say you don't do that. Everybody in America does it. If you don't, then you are God. I am going to tell you something, and I'm going to be very transparent. I struggle with this. You know why I struggle with it? Because in my life, there are still pieces of me still need to be dealt with with God, and He's working on me. I'm not a I'm not a painting. I'm not the perfect person that everybody says I am. Guess what? I pour out my heart to God today. And it wasn't just Janae. It was just tears. See, we, we as sold-out Christians do have an agenda, and that's pleasing God. That pleasing self. Self died a long time ago. See, that's a matter with real with Christians out these days. I just take part of scripture, and I'm a Christian. I'm a sort of Christian. Really? That's why you're sitting there in a church planning to get a hotel room. These are guys that I actually hear stories on the internet and on real life. Well, I'm a Christian. I'm going to praise God. Thank you till I make it. Straggle things. You name it. We do it. But we don't want our sins to find us out. I'll go to church, praise God, lay out in the spirit. But I'll get a hotel room and get a young girl pregnant. You know, what you don't realize, what we don't realize... It says in the Bible, our sins will find us out. We don't want people to know what we do behind closed doors, behind the church. You, you're supposed to be a Christian every day. Put on, put on the full armor of God. It doesn't stop at the church. It says, go ye therefore... Teach all nations, baptizing them in the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Nowhere in the Bible says take off the garment and act like you act like the world does. That I owe you something. That you owe me your body. You, I owe you something. Nobody owes nobody nothing in this world. And it's sad that we go on a tantrum in the world saying, we, you owe me this, this, this. We don't owe you jack brat. We ride the people's coattails in the ministry. Hopefully they will bring us up. I used to do it. I know how it is. Hopefully somebody deliver me from depression. Somebody do this. No, sometimes you got to do some stuff on your own. I didn't get here by being good. You think I got here by being good? 
you might want to rethink that. I took brokenness, hardship, I took an ass whooping, and in the words of Bradley Saxon, you don't know where the hell I've been. It hasn't been an easy road. Ask some of the people that been with me since word go. That haven't left me. Haven't left me since the day one I started on this journey. That been there and encouraged me in my faith. Ask, ask them what kind of mess I've been through. And not stop believing in me. And encourage me in my faith. Some of them now, some of the friends that I used to have are not my friends because the real side of Christ, the real side of them came out. They'd be at church putting on the fake it to make it show, and they'd be out of church and it's like a whole different ballgame came out of it. A whole new person. Well, I said the same as prayer. That's a prayer. The prayer doesn't save you. It's the dedication of being a Christian does. It says sacrificing yourself, denying yourself each day. Nowhere in the Bible it says, I'm going to go out and get pregnant. You know how many times I done stupid junk that cost me almost my life? Almost cost me to get raped. Almost cost me my apartment. There's been time I almost, for helping people, I almost lost my apartment. I almost lost my life. I almost got raped. Because I thought love was sex. I did sex while I was praising God. And knowing that ain't God. But I thought, okay, nobody find out. Really? Found me out quick. When you start growing spiritually and eating on the food of the Holy Spirit and start dying to self and doing self-indulgement and stuff, and God sees your heart and knowing that you're trying, he will honor that. But in the hotel room and doing everything that is not of God ain't going to get you nowhere except maybe in trouble and losing some of the blessings that you gain. That's a problem. We want our cake and eat it too. Guess what? It doesn't work that way. Well, I'm young. I still got to... No, that's a cop-out. Just because you're young, don't that has nothing to do with your walk with Christ. God still uses the young. You are not putting... We are not putting the force of an effort to put God for growth. We're not ready for growth. We just want to drink the milk and have fun with it. You know what my desire is? I want to tell you a recipe of my desire. You will not believe how much I I always crave this. Every year I make an attempt. I want to get closer to Christ. 
My goal in my life is to see people get saved. And last night, I saw it. I saw people get saved last night. Praise the Lord. But in the back of my mind, do they really mean it? But that's between them and God. But when you do get saved, you deny yourself. You become what God wants you to be. Your old self dies. You know how long it took me to come to the realization that there is a God and that he loves me? When I got saved and got off the streets of Gastonia. I started changing. The lingo started changing. I started changing. It wasn't about, in my life, it wasn't always about your name. Even though people have said that, it ain't always about you. It's about him. And when I got on the drama team, I told people, don't give me praise because I'm not doing this. God is. And that is still my thing to this day. I don't take praise for something that somebody does. And neither should you. Because it ain't about you. If you die to yourself and you make it about God, stuff will start happening. But if you want to stay in the same routine of having sex with women and think that God ain't going to honor that, God ain't going to honor that. If you're faithful to him, he will be faithful to you. Faithful to us. And that's the problem when we want our cake and eat it too. And I want to show you, I want to give you an example. That's why I love Jesus. Because he always did parables. You know, I went on a mission trip. I love mission trips. If you have an opportunity to go on one, go help out. Be, be of not yourself. Don't throw money at problems. Do something about the problem. I, I went to West Virginia with my parents, with the church that I was attending. My stepmother, God bless her so, had me buy all these new clothes on this mission. It was funny, too. All new clothes. And we went to this clothes closet that the church was building. And <laughs> when I got back from, when we got back, to the campgrounds, my clothes were nasty and dirty because I got my hands dirty. I got dirty. That's the problem with people. We don't want to get dirty. We want to throw money at it and live the kernel of Christian life. And that's another thing I want to teach on, talk about. Churches now these days are preaching that recipe. How to be a colonel Christian. If you don't know what that means, it means go to church, praise God, and then live like a devil on the weekdays and go to church on the weekends. I got my fill on the gospel. That's my day. And then go home and live like the devil. Guess what? Only works for a short time. It works for a short time, and then it catches up with you. 
I had a pastor, and I talked about this. I want to talk about it again. I had a pastor come to my house here in Anderson. And <laughs> what really shocked the daylights on me, he said, when you ask Christ in your life, it's a hard thing. And we got in a debate almost. I said, don't your life have to reflect God? He said, no, all you got to do is have faith. And he's a Baptist preacher. You know, it don't work that way. Jesus gave his life. That means inside and out. It is not, well, I gave you my heart. That's it. That's all you're getting. Jesus is not a genie. And neither is his walk. Well, I don't want to put forth of an effort to read the Bible. Heaven forbid we read the Bible. We make it a decoration in our house. The Bible collects dust every day. I pick it up. Not put highlights to it. Not even, we had technology at our best Christians do. We got Bible Gateway, Blue Blueprint, Bible. You name it, we got the Bible in different languages. Even audio. But we don't have time for God to dig deep and grow. Like a plant, we got to let it grow. Put water on it and all this good stuff. But we don't want to grow. We don't want to put forth with an effort to get the process of being physically grown, spiritually grown. So we leave the Bible on the nightstand as a decoration that I'm a Christian. And then we go to church to fake it till we make it. Well, we're going to hear the tickle me on my message from um, Joe Sting, don't even talk about salvation, heaven forbid. But we're gonna go to church, listen to a message, go home, and drink a brewski, and that's it. I can see if you have health problems, yeah, I can see that. But to go to church and fake it till you make it, uh uh, God wants you wholeheartedly. Your life, your heart, everything applied to it. And get baptized. This is another one. I ask people, are you a Christian? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm a Christian. How do you know you're a Christian? I got baptized. Really? I got baptized, too. I got baptized four times. First time, I didn't even know what it meant. And I was saved. Didn't know what it was meant. Second time, I did it because I needed redemption. Third time, it was to get the filth that I brought into my life and bathe me and clothe me in righteousness. That was baptism. When I did it in front of everybody that is in front of my peers and people that needed to see it as a covenant, as righteousness, a filth being bathed off of me. 
It was a covenant to show God that I'm ready to be full-fledged, sold-out, wild-heart Christian. The fourth time was a healing of depression. To get all the distractions of depression out of me. And it was a resurrection of a new birth. Of a, this fullness that I've been craving. That came out of me. That is in me like venom. A good venom. But we don't really know what baptism is. We think it's a way of salvation. You know what baptism is? It's a covenant of God's, of your faithfulness to God. It's a platform of you accepting God as Savior and saying, I'm giving you my world. And then I'm going to give him my covenant of my faithfulness to him. And going a little bit step further, we think, Communion is just bread and wine. You know what that covenant, what um, um, the Lord's Supper is? A remembrance of what Jesus did for us on Calvary. It ain't a blessing. It's supposed to bless you. It's a blessing of its own. But it ain't. Like, if I take it, I'm going to get a blessing out of it. No. It's a symbol of Jesus. That's why we shouldn't ask God to bless, bless the time that we take it. But don't ask for, like, a car out of it. Because God already gave you him. You got grace. You got salvation. If you're really meaning it, take it. But if you're not legit with God... Don't take it. I suggest you leave that cup at the altar with the bread with it. Until you really know sacrificial love. Sacrificial love is what Jesus did on the cross. I will lay down my life for my friends. That's why I call you friends. You are no longer my servants. You are my friends. Until you die to yourself... You won't know what real Christian faith is. I know. I get it. We got needs. I got needs too. That's why I'm not married yet. I don't want to have sex. Let me do a worldly way for people to understand what I'm talking about. <clears throat> I'll give you a little bit of my testimony. When I lived in Clemson, South Carolina, I know I got people listen to me from other parts of the world. But when I moved to Clemson, when I was in Clemson, I lived in hell. I wasn't happy with self. I was having sex. I was drinking and doing um, shows. I was really a scumbucket. I was really lost in God. And when I moved here, things started fading away. I started eating healthy, got clean from depression. I still have anxiety, but not as bad as it was. 
But I tell you what, if I look back then and what I do now, I would die. I love what I'm doing now because it's in Christ. I wouldn't change a thing to have heaven more abundantly. I hate having that wild heart back then. I was a hypocrite. And God calls out hypocrites. So I want to close with this. And I know I'm, I'm saying this a lot. But I want to tell you something. Having sex with women, when you're not married, it's really, it's really very, very vulgar. Very, very not of God. And if you think for once, you're not going to get caught. It says in the Bible, your sins will find you out. So if you think hurting a person by telling them all, tickle me, I'm all tickling your ear, love, it ain't going to pay. You're hurting somebody. Another thing, and I'm going to close with this. Die to self. Don't let the world control your thoughts. Let God be your God. Rip up the Bible. I mean, tear the pay. Tear the world up and just die to go to God and just be so little. Let's pray. Father God, be with the rest of the day. Be with that. Apply it to their heart and life and let you be Lord. In Jesus' name. I'm Janelle Wildheart, and this is Warrior Signing Off. Hope you guys have a blessed week and peace.